You're ready to go, aren't you, Curtis? Let me just say, let me preface this, that I tell our colleagues, and you've seen me screaming at them uh, in the hallway, that every day it's like a potluck dinner. We all have a responsibility to bring a different dish to the potluck of talk uh, radio. And some of our colleagues, they bring the same old Swanson TV dinner every day. Repeat it. Oh, bored the hell out of us. If I miss them for a week, I could come back a week later. It's the same damn Xerox copy show. And I scream at them. I tell them, what are you doing? You're killing this thing of ours. Our responsibility, because you lead, you're in the lead in this relay race. You blow away all the competition across the nation. I mean, did you see, I don't want to get into the specifics, because Nielsen gets upset if I don't say it correctly, but a 4.5 to a .9. Yes. Curtis, you killed. That's him. never happened. You killed. No him. one, not Amos, not Bob Grant, nobody five times the competition. Nobody. That's down. That's down with the college radio station market <laughs> at WOR. This, I mean, that morning show Oof. is horrible. But you blow away all the competition. It's like a relay race. It's our job to lengthen the lead, not to fall back and then declare victory, because you've pulled so far ahead. And some, some of our colleagues, you know, they're lazy. Again, they come in. They don't listen to this thing of ours radio like you do, like I do, like some of our other colleagues, and they mail it in. Yeah. Every day, my job here, the reason you have me on five mornings a week is I got to tell your listeners something that they don't know, whether they want to kill me or whether they want to kiss me. That's true, and, and you have done that from the very, very first day I decided to do this, and also to your credit, you are a legitimate Radio Hall of Famer. I've always thought you're a magnificent talent and... The people in New York genuinely love you, and they should. You dedicated your life 40-plus years to protecting us. Yeah, so but, but there's so many reasons why you make sense. More importantly, your wife, Danielle, is super because she tells all of the enemies of mine who want to kill me, look, just sue him. <laughs> sue him. Don't kill him. Right. Enough That's people have tried to kill him. Hey, hey listen, Danielle's, Go always got, Danielle's always got you and Nancy's yes. best interest yes. at heart. You know yes. that. You yes. know that. So uh, now... As you know, my agreement with John Katsimatidis, who gets a cauliflower ear from all of my critics who call him and say, make him retract, uh, make him apologize, suspend him, fire him. I don't think he's gotten a call from England for a while, though. Uh, no, no, they're, they're, they're hunkered down there at City Hall. But it's really, he's told me straight up, Curtis, if you're wrong, you're gone. Your information better be good or I'll have no choice but to let you go. And that's the agreement we have, and it's right. Because if you're on the most powerful radio station, on the most powerful morning show in the nation, you better dot every I and cross every T. You are getting me so aroused. This lead-up, this beautiful lead-up, what you're doing right now to this major story, is the reason why you, Curtis, are a Radio Hall of Fame. Please, don't premature me. Please, don't premature me. Hold on. Hold on. But we had to stop Gnome. I guess you had to stop Gnome oh, from... Oh, um... Gnome. He wanted to jump the queue. Yeah. He's ready to put it in his newscast. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It's embargo for the Sid Rosenberg show, you schmuck, you putz. <laughs> but, but let me tell you something. Don't start smoking your cigarettes yet. Uh, not yet? Not, not yet. Because here it is. Now, we have heard over the past two weeks that Andrew Evil Hold on a second. Stop right there. Yes. Don't even go any further. I want everybody driving right now to pull over. Listen to me. Pull over. Make the radio louder. Tell your kids and your wife to shut up and take a good listen 
to what Curtis is about to tell you. And before he even does that, Lewis, for the sake of, well, I guess um, you want to make the show sound good, give us the breaking news sounder, the breaker here, and let Curtis go about his business. Breaking news, WABC. Music to my ears. 168 pages, uh, this poll. And Justin tried to actually print it out, and it destroyed our <laughs> print machine. I said, Justin, we, you no, know, just give us the memorandum. Give us the findings of this poll. In a Democratic mayoral primary, Andrew Cuomo leads Eric Adams by 21 points. Stop it. In a hypothetical 2025 New York City Democratic mayoral primary election, Andrew Cuomo gets 44% of the vote. Eric Adams, 24% of the vote. Oh, my God. He crushes him. Crushes him. Listen, Mayor Eric Adams earns the highest unfavorable rating amongst all of the political figures, Democrats, that we tested in the city with a 59% total unfavorable rating and a 37% reporting a very unfavorable impression. Oh my God. In contrast, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, AOC, all out crazy, holds the highest favorability rating Whatever. at 57%. Well, that just goes to show you how misogynistic and gross these voters are, because although I'm not in that camp, there are many, many men out there who find her to be very, very attractive, and they look away from the fact that she hates Jewish people, she hates white people, she hates everybody, because according to them, not me, she's got a cute ass. But before... Andrew Evil Ice Cuomo dances to Tarantella in Corleone, Sicily, because, you know, that's where he was, tracing the footsteps of Michael Corleone as he plots his political comeback. Because that's exactly where he is in Sicily. In a hypothetical 2024 Democratic U.S. Senate primary matchup, Kirsten Gillibrand leads Andrew Cuomo 49% to Cuomo's 34%. Ooh, that's, a, that's a big lead for her. And she's awful. Kirsten Gillibrand is awful. But what is the difference when it's mono versus mono? And remember, all of these guys, uh, there have been allegations of sexual harassment. The voters, they don't let that interfere with their choice selection. But because Cuomo has so much of that baggage, I believe, that's why he's behind Kirsten Gillibrand. They would not give me the results, though, for Hochul. Hochul. Could not give me the results for Hochul it, it, versus Cuomo. If he wants to run for governor again. Well, you know, that's where, really where he wants of to course, be. Of course, of course. But but if those numbers are right about Mayer, which is not a terrible job, if you're first getting back after the way he had to leave to become the mayor of New York City, that's not a horrible thing. And I know that Eric Adams has said time and time again the last couple of weeks, he's not going to do it. He's my friend. My friend? You think Andrew Cuomo? values friendship, Eric? You're not that stupid. Stop it. If he knows he's up by 20 points today, according to Curtis, and he's not up against Hoka, those numbers come out, and Gillibrand is kicking his ass, your Golo friend there going to come into New York City and kick you right in the teeth. We welcome Andrew Evilize Cuomo into the meat grinder. He can say, I have to do this because my father lost that runoff for mayor against I Ed remember Koch. Ed Koch. When, yeah. as a 23-year-old campaign manager for his father, in the Queens County Democratic Machine headquarters on Austin Street, 
when Matty Troy was the chairman of the party, by the way, he went to jail for bilking widows, bilking widows. And, hey, uh, Congressman Peter King, he went to Brooklyn Prep, too, just like us. Yeah. All of a sudden, Andrew Cuomo says, the polls are down. Koch is going to beat you in the runoff. We got a strategy, Pops. You got to give us the green light. The signs are already printed in a Long Island City warehouse, printing warehouse. Vote for Cuomo, not the homo. We're ready to put him up. Mario thought all of five seconds and gave the Julius Caesar thumbs up. Yeah. And the next morning, they were everywhere in the city. This was Andrew Evil Ice Cuomo who devised this strategy. Now, what year was this? Oh, this goes back to uh, when there was a runoff in the Democratic primary. I'm trying to think. Late the year, 70s? 60s, 60s, I believe. A late 60s against right. Ed Koch. I think it was the 70s. Vote for Cuomo, not, not the, homo. the homo. Which, which I got to tell you, is actually kind of funny. And I, I almost wish, at the uh, risk of uh, making some of my homosexual friends upset, which I doubt they will be because they're not like that. They're, they're, they're not pussies. I almost wish we could go back to those days. Wait. Wait, though, all of a sudden, David Garth, who helped elect Rudy Giuliani, came to the rescue of Ed Koch. He sat him down. He said, you're going to lose this. I'm going to call what every booby and Zeta would wish that her son would date and marry. Bess Meyerson, the only <laughs> Jewish woman to ever win yeah. the Miss America yes. contest on yes. the boardwalk of Atlantic City. And he said, Bess, you owe me a favor. You're going to be attached to Ed Koch the rest of the way. You guys are going to smooch. You're going to kiss in front of all the Altacacas. They're going to, you're going to promise that if Ed gets elected, there's going to be a wedding at Gracie Mansion. Meantime, Ed Koch was totally gay. Everybody knew that. And they pulled it off. They faked everybody out. And all of your people, all the old Jewish grandmothers say, oh, I want to be able to go to this wedding. <laughs> and Ed Koch searched to victory. And you know that Andrew Evilized Como and Mario Facha Bruta Como would never acknowledge that they did this to Ed Koch just to try to win. Although they got him back when they beat him in right, the primary right, for right. governor.